ಶ್ರವಣಂ ಮನನಂ ನಿಧಿಧ್ಯಾಸನಂ ಲಿಸನ್ ರಿಫ್ಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಬ್ಸಾರ್ಬ್ ಡಿಯರ್ ಲಿಸ್ನರ್ಸ್ ಸಾಯಿರಾಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಟು ಅವರ್ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಇನ್ ವಿಚ್ ಎ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕೋರ್ಸ್ ಬೈ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಇಸ್ ಪ್ಲೇಡ್ ಇನ್ ಸ್ಮಾಲ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫಾಲೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಈಚ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಎ ಶಾರ್ಟ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕಷನ್ ಇಸ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಟೇಕನ್ ಟು ರಿಫ್ಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಮೆಸೇಜ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಎ ಸೆಗ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಸಾಯಿಸ್ ಥರ್ಸ್ಡೇ ಲೈವ್ ಹೋಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಸಾಯ್ ಪ್ರಕಾಶ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪ್ರೇಮ್ ಎವ್ರಿ ಥರ್ಸ್ಡೇ ಎಟ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಥರ್ಟಿ ಪಿ ಎಮ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಆನ್ ಏಷ್ಯಾ ಸ್ಟ್ರೀಮ್ ಆಫ್ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಸಾಯ್ ಗ್ಲೋಬಲ್ ಹಾರ್ಮನಿ ಟುಡೇಸ್ ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ ವಾಸ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಬ್ರಾಡ್ಕಾಸ್ಟ್ ಲೈವ್ ಆನ್ ಟ್ವೆಲ್ತ್ ಮೇ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ಟೀನ್ ದ ಡಿಸ್ಕೋರ್ಸಸ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಟೇಕನ್ ಫಾರ್ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪ್ರೋಗ್ರಾಮ್ ಆರ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕೋರ್ಸಸ್ ಡೆಲಿವರ್ಡ್ ಆಸ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಸಮರ್ ಕೋರ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಇಂಡಿಯನ್ ಕಲ್ಚರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುವಾಲಿಟಿ ನೈನ್ಟೀನ್ offering a most loving pranams at bhagwan's lotus feet the listeners we welcome you to this week's episode of shravanam mananam nididhyasanam as always joining you for this week's episode is sai prakash and myself prem from team radio sai we've been going through the 1991 summer course series the last time around what probably you could call season 1 we were doing the 1990 summer course series and uh, this time it's the 91 the fourth discourse is what we are in the middle of in fact we will be concluding that discourse this week most probably and uh, this series 1991 is predominantly about the upanishads and the first upanishad which swami takes which is in the fourth discourse which we're going through now is the isha vasya upanishad the title of the discourse is isha vasya upanishad renunciation and pleasure and that's precisely the theme of this entire discourse and before i say anything more i've said much already let me invite sai prakash saram sai prakash saram prem yes what you said is uh, absolutely right this is about isha was your upanishad and um, very frankly as we discussed earlier we had our own trepidation whether we are eligible enough to take on a topic like the upanishads but then we realized we are not speaking and it's swami who is speaking and he is mm-hmm. giving the discourses but uh, something which is really amazing in this discourse since this is the first where swami has actually taken on one one of the upanishads he is talking about tyaga and bhoga and uh, about action okay you know there is one beautiful line here where swami says everything in this world is a disease roga right. with the right outlook we can convert every situation into yoga we spoke about what is tyaga tyaga is actually the attitude to action you cannot you cannot give up action itself so here he says with the right outlook in a sense it is a mixture of your outlook of what you actually do as well as what you do you cannot uh, you know stay without action but the outlook with which you do your action looks as important as the action itself I was going through a commentary of the Ishamasi Upanishad by another scholar. Okay. And one striking difference I saw, you know, between his exploration which is probably the one the way it is usually expressed as okay. the Ishamasi Upanishad mm-hmm. because of the uh, amount of time the Upanishad spends on each concept. Okay. Like they say the first thing is about how God pervades the entire creation. Mm-hmm. and then there is this concept about bhoga and tyaga and how action has to be performed okay and then there is a a description of the atman okay and volume wise a lot of time is spent on what is the atman there mm-hmm. and how without uh, wanting to know about the atman wanting to explore the higher realms of knowledge you have not got anywhere oh. so the explanation which was given is this upanishad speaks about uh renunciation of the highest kind mm-hmm. and going after the knowledge of the atman okay okay in the absence of the ability to uh, renounce in that level mm-hmm. since we are all bound by action mm-hmm. how do we do the action oh and now you can see when we have gone through this discourse mm-hmm. the importance which swami has given to action and how the action has to be done is actually much much more than the esoteric part of the upanishad very true very true it's almost like swami saying that you no know, it is not like uh, inevitability which is leading you to doing action action is most necessary because at one point swami says that you cannot uh, escape from, from yeah, action yeah. action has to be done right so let us see how to do action hmm. so you can see that balance 
difference mm-hmm. in Swami's discourse. How Swami is saying that you have to act, and you have to act in this manner. First of all, you can't describe the Atman, mm-hmm. and you are going to give similes and examples and trying to describe what the Atman is. But here, the focus is on action, right. and um, so where do we start? What do we do? This is where you start. You start by setting your uh, outlook. You start by setting your outlook right, and uh, how you dedicate your action to the Lord. I mean, so that thyaga which he says is giving up the fruit of action and dedicating it to the Lord. Right. Then after this, there is this beautiful portion where he gives a very very simple guideline where he says, "Forget all the help you have done to others, right, and forget all the hurt others have done to you, right." and it's such a um, you know practical translation of right action i would right. say exactly the uh, last week the discourse clips which we heard were pretty much swami giving practical tips on how to bring this about uh, before he came to that forget and forgive part mm-hmm. he spoke about seva you know the importance of seva mm-hmm. and uh, if you look at seva i think many of us thanks to swami have been able to indulge in a little bit of selfless activity right we know the freedom that comes with selfless activity you know because you get into uh, an activity like that you do seva mm-hmm. you just walk away with satisfaction you know there is no burden of expectation there is no burden of you know i have done this i should see the fruit of that action Very in true. many ways you know be it especially when you are doing something as a representative of swami like right. when we go out for the gram seva or doing narayan seva in the name of swami mm-hmm. Swami is the giver. Somebody is the receiver. Very you know, true. we just come in. We do that part. We just take that satisfaction which comes out of doing something selfless, mm-hmm. and we move away. So Swami is alluding to that feeling which most of us have gone through, and Swami is saying that that selflessness has to be brought into every action that you do. Correct. Even what you do for those who are dear to you, those who we are you know otherwise attached to, mm. and. of course as you said in that part where swami speaks about uh, forgetting the harm that others have done to done you to and you. forgetting the good that you have done, to, done others. to others and the other uh, practical point which swami gave which was actually a very beautiful explanation of that nakarmana na prajaya mm-hmm. swami says you know there is about the two things which i mentioned dana and tyaga right swami says that usually people think that you know don't go after wealth mm-hmm. go after sacrifice right swami says it's not like that mm-hmm. combine dana and tyaga mm. so he says what is the wealth your power is your wealth your skill is your wealth your knowledge is your wealth yes. your time and your money is your wealth mm-hmm. that when it is combined with sacrifice mm-hmm. that is when you get liberation and so you're saying that each one of it use it for the benefit of others right it's again a very beautiful practical tip i think that's why we stopped last time you know at the cost of digressing a little bit mm-hmm. he says swami says uh, forget uh, the hurt that others have caused to you i mean it's not a very direct example i should admit mm-hmm. but uh, it's a lesson for all of us nevertheless we all were in kodaikanal and swami was there and there was one gentleman who had uh, purchased a property he owed the central trust a lot of money because he had purchased a property from the central trust mm-hmm. and swami had blessed him to do so and all that this man was not paying up <laughs> okay. okay and uh, there were a few elders who knew it mm-hmm. swami came swami gave darshan swami called him gave him an interview blessed them with this that um, swami is not talking to him anything about the payment that's due mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so some of the elders took courage and they said swami this man owes the trust a lot of money mm-hmm. swami says i know but that has got nothing to do with him and me <laughs> that is what he has to do with the trust yes it's not a direct example but mm-hmm. it just came to my mind in the sense that okay somebody may owe you something hurting you is of of different types somebody has spoken bad about you or somebody has not given you back uh, what you have lent them whatever it is but the way swami you know he says that's a different issue that's up to him yeah, i remember something similar of course I don't know the details perfectly, and even if known, I think it's better not to <laughs> speak about it. Apparently, there was one devotee who had given a piece of land to Swami. Okay, and this was around Puttaparthi somewhere, mm-hmm. and this lady's son, uh, he was not very devoted to Swami like his mother. He did not inherit that, okay. uh, sadly. Mm-hmm. So apparently, he had uh, filed a case in the court, mm-hmm. saying that that land belongs to my grandfather or something, and she, my mother, does not have the right to donate it to Swami's trust and all that. Okay. And, uh, 
I mean, she had very clearly the paperwork was very clear, so his uh, argument did not understand, and finally the verdict was for the uh, Central Trust. Mm-hmm. I mean, as we know, Swami did not involve himself in this. It was a legal matter because mm-hmm. he had taken it to the court and was settled and all that. And apparently, one day uh, Swami was coming for darshan, and Swami mm-hmm. came to the portico, and Swami said. Inti vado chad inti. So he said that fellow has come, mm. and so he is saying he is sitting silently there. Mm. And then so he said it's chandi. Oh. Said let him have it. Mm. You know the beauty of this incident is you know so he could have done this even before the entire uh, mm. you know court thing happened. Mm. Many times so he would say this. So he would say see when you let go, mm. you end up allowing somebody else to do adharma. Mm. and that is actually indulging in adharma Correct. so to an extent you you try to uphold your dharma and that also means ensuring the other person also does the dharma mm. but once that is settled mm. because swami did not do it with any uh, greed or attachment or anything it was right. so easy to you know even after you have the entitlement of that property he says no you give it to give him give it back he, he wants it let him have it mm. i think that is where swami says you know you don't uh, give because you're helpless mm. and when swami would explain that uh, you know the gita verse when you said that you give up the result of your action willfully right. it's not that you don't have right over it correct i have the right but i willfully give it willfully over willfully offer it to offer the lord to. yeah mm-hmm. in fact in the same tone when he talks about sacrifice he says just as we release the air and the food that we take in even money should be sacrificed right. given back to society that's where swami says that whatever you have earned this dhana uh, that wealth should be given back to society Right. So I think uh, we can go to the next clip. Yeah, I think we have two clips to go. Okay. We'll uh, we'll see if we can complete this discourse today. Talakaraga yemiti. Ye varum talakintu kuvetti kaal payik kuvetti yedo vokvidhmein kuvetti dichchan pun kootam kaadu tapas. The penance does not mean reversing your body with the leg, the head down and legs up. Trikarana suddhi. మరొకటి క్రియలో ఇంకొకటి ఏమాత్రం కూడా నువ్వు తపస్సు కానేదు అది తమస్సుగా మారుతుంది అనుభవించదగినటువంటిది ప్రార్థించకూడదు దీనిని అప్రాప్త రూపమైనటువంటి ప్రాప్తిలో మనం అనుభవించాలి కానీ దుష్ప్రాప్తమైనటువంటి ప్రాప్తిలో మనం వ్యర్థం చేయకూడదు కనుక లోక సంబంధమైన విద్యలన్నీ కూడా అభ్యసించడంలో తప్పు లేదు కానీ దివ్యమైనటువంటి మార్గాన్ని కూడా కొంత చిత్తం నందుంచుకొని దానిని కూడా మనం పోషించుకోవడానికి ప్రయత్నించాలి బట్ వీ షుడ్ ఆల్సో కీప్ ఇన్ మైండ్ ద డివైన్ పాత్ అండ్ ట్రై టు డెవలప్ అకార్డింగ్లీ కనుక మనం యోగులమే కానీ భోగులము కానీ రోగులము కానీ కాదు వీ ఆర్ యోగీస్ బట్ వీ కెన్ నెవర్ బి భోగీస్ ఆర్ రోగీస్ కనుక ప్రతి మానవుడు కూడా యోగి భోగి జోగి విరాగి బైరాగి ఈ ఆలగించి తత్వమునందు కూడా దివ్యమైన త్యాగము మాత్రమే సమర్థమైనదిగా ఉంటుండాలి ఇట్ ఈస్ ద సాక్రిఫైస్ విచ్ ఈస్ కామన్ థింగ్ ఇన్ ఆల్ ద ఫార్ కనుక ఈ త్యాగము అనేటువంటిది ప్రతి మానవునికి ప్రధానమైనటువంటి గుణము సో సాక్రిఫైస్ ఇస్ ద మెయిన్ క్వాలిటీ ఇన్ ఎవ్రీ మ్యాన్ విద్యార్థులారా స్టూడెంట్స్ ఉపనిషత్తులు ఎంతటి ఘనమైనటువంటి విషయాలను ఎంతటి సులభంగానో అందిస్తూ వచ్చారు ఉపనిషత్ డిక్లేర్డ్ లాఫ్టీ థింగ్స్ ఇన్ ఎ సింపుల్ స్టైల్ ఆ యొక్క సూక్ష్మమైనటువంటి రహస్యాన్ని మానవుడు గుర్తించడానికి ప్రయత్నించడం లేదు man is not trying to understand the simple secrets contained in rahasyam untundadi in everything there is rahasyam ekkada untundadi ante baadhalu yende untundadi rahasyam the secrets are contained in the pain veerina puraskarinchukoni ashanthiloni prashanti prashanthiloni prakanti prakanthiloni paranjyoti paranjyoti paramatma tattvam ani kodanu nirupistu vacharu 
basing on this only they demonstrated the shanti in prashanti in ashanti and kanti in prakanti kanukane chikate lekapothe light ku viluve ledu when there is no darkness there is no value for light aakale lekapothe annamunu kudane evaru viluvivaru when there is no hunger nobody will attach value to vene lekapothe air conditioner kudane evaru konukkoru air conditioner nobody will will buy the air conditioner kanukuni deenini puraskarinchukone na sukhar labhyate sukham out of pleasure you don't get any pleasure sukham cheta manaku sukham labhinchadu out of pleasure you don't get kashtamu cheta dukkamu chetane manaku nijamaina sukham prapti out of suffering and pain only you get pleasure 24 gantalu kuda nu air condition room lo kurchunte air condition vilu kuda evariki teliyadu if you sit in air condition room for all the 24 hours you don't realize the value rendu gantalu endalo chutti tirigi air condition lo praveshinchinappudu appudu dani yokka vilu manaku artham avutundi when you move about for 2 hours under sunlight and then sit in air conditioner you can enjoy karukane manava jeevitham anetundi sukha dukkamulato koodinetundi ga untundadi so human life is a mixture of lava nastamulato cherinetundi ga untundadi it is a profit and life sitostamulato undinetundi ga untundadi heat and cold kanuka ee rendu bhavamulantundi lekapothe dvaitame lekapothe advaitaniki viluvane ledhu when there is no duality there is no value for non karukane manavudu kontha varakunu ardha blind ga untunnadu a man with duality mind is half blind kanuka manam adi idi rendu vidhame ichi margamlo manam pravesh pettunnam we enter into action the feeling of that and this that adhe tat that is tat this is a tvam this is tvam this నేను this is i that atanu that is he kanuka atanu nenu he and i rendinti yokka ekatvamlo mana prayanam cheyali we should have unity and from i to we idi jerra cherali manamu we should travel from the position of i to we asatyam nunchi satyamulu kaadu mana prayanam cheyavalsindi is not out of falsehood to truth lesser truth to higher truth we should travel from lesser truth to higher truth idi ekkantidi how is it oka pedda circle untundadi is a big circle ade poorna mada poorna vidam poorna poorna mucchate poornascha poorna madaya poornam eva avashishyati idi poorna vetti pedda circle that is a full complete big circle ee circle lopala inkoti chinna circle untundadi within this there is a smaller circle ఆ సర్కిల్ లో ఇంకోటి చిన్న సర్కిల్ ఉంటుంది కూడాలి as the smaller circle expands it should merge the mind ni kudunu vishalamaina mind ga cheskoni aatmalo manu marji kavali we should broaden our mind and merge in aatma appude anniti yokka ekattvam praaptisthundi then only we can accomplish unity ippudu oka chinna udaharanam gadiyaram untundadi here is a small example there is a wall clock wall clock lopala moodu mundlu untunnayi it has three hands ఒకటి సెకండ్ ముళ్ళు వన్ ఇస్ సెకండ్ హ్యాండ్ రెండవది మినిట్స్ ముళ్ళు ద సెకండ్ మినిట్స్ మూడవది అవర్స్ ముళ్ళు ద థర్డ్ ఇస్ అవర్స్ హ్యాండ్ ఏది మనకు ప్రధానం వాట్ ఇస్ ద చీఫ్ వన్ హియర్ అవర్ ముళ్ళు లేకుండా సెకండ్ ముళ్ళు ఉంటుంటే కూడా ప్రయోజనం లేదు when there's our hand when there's no second hand there's no use సెకండ్ ముళ్ళు లేకుండా మినిట్స్ ముళ్ళు ఉంటుంటే కూడా ప్రయోజనం లేదు వితౌట్ ది సెకండ్ హ్యాండ్ దేర్స్ నో యూస్ ఇన్ హ్యావింగ్ మినిట్స్ ఈ మూడు ముళ్ళు కూడా అవసరమే ఆల్ దిస్ 3 హ్యాండ్స్ ఆర్ నెసెసరీ ఐటీ మూడు ముళ్ళ లోపల ఉండేటువంటి యొక్క ప్రధానమైనటువంటి యొక్క ముళ్ళు ఏది అవుట్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ 3 వాట్ ఇస్ ది చీఫ్ వన్ చిన్న ముళ్ళు సెకండ్స్ ముళ్ళు 62 ప్రయాణం చేస్తూ వస్తుంది ది స్మాల్ వన్ రొటేట్స్ 60 టైమ్స్ 62 ప్రయాణం చేసేటప్పటికీ నిమిషముల ముళ్ళు ఒక్క ఇంటికి ప్రయాణం చేస్తుంది as it rotates round 60 houses the minute hand moves to one house minutes mullu 60 illu prayanam chesedappatiki hours millu okka illu prayanam chestu as 60 houses are visited by minutes hand the hours hand moves to one house mana dekhame oka wall clock the body is a wall clock 
ఈ శరీరం అనేటువంటి దీంతో అనేక సత్కర్మలనేటువంటి సెకండ్ మనం చేసినప్పుడే మైండ్ అనేటువంటిది ఒక్క పవిత్ర స్థానానికి చేరిపోతుంది when we do so many actions compared to the seconds hand the mind travels to one position ee mind anetundi aneka satchintanu salipinappude aatma anetundi okka pavitra sthananiki cheripothundi when the mind rotates within 60 times the atmic hand kanaka sharirama satkarmalu manasto satchintanu salipinappude aatma aananda sthayiki cheripothundi the good actions and good thoughts with the hand and the mind when atma ప్రశాంత స్థితికి చేరే నిమిత్తమై ఈ సత్కర్మలు సత్చింతనలు అవసరము ఆత్మ షుడ్ బి బ్లిస్ఫుల్ స్టేట్ ఇట్ ఇస్ ఫర్ దట్ రీజన్ గుడ్ యాక్షన్ అవర్ముల్లే లేకపోతే మినిట్స్ ముల్లు సెకండ్స్ ముల్లు ఉపయోగం లేదు వెన్ దర్ ఇస్ నో అవర్స్ అండ్ దర్ ఇస్ నో యూజ్ ఇన్ హ్యావింగ్ ద మినిట్స్ అండ్ ఆల్సో ద సెకండ్ హ్యాండ్స్ ఇట్స్ సో బ్యూటిఫుల్ దట్ రైట్ అట్ the time when uh, our poster series is speaking of this very example swami is talking about it in fact today, right it's the same example same. with all the details intact <laughs> right so beautiful analogy because it explains it so well right no many times i think we find that difficulty you know, mm. because this is something which so effortlessly combines you know the karmas the actions that you do with purity of mind mm-hmm. with uh, the ultimate understanding of atman right yes of course swami starts this clip with what is the, tapas uh, yeah tapas that's exactly where we stopped last week because Swami was asking that question what is mm. tapas right Swami gives the explanation this time that it is trikarna shuddhi I think this is a concept which is probably has maximum number of mentions in Swami's discourses right and Swami speaks about the unity of thought word and deed mm-hmm. I think in many ways this is one of the major flaws in in the Kali Yuga okay uh, if, if we look at the Bhagavatam it describes as one of the disasters of kali yuga is mm-hmm. people will talk something and do something else oh. <laughs> you know because it was such a uh, you know thing which is not known in the past mm. i mean if you're a bad person you you people knew that you were bad <laughs> <laughs> like i think now is the time where i mean uh, lines become very blurred right i mean if you look at uh, some of the parliamentary proceedings of course we shouldn't <laughs> say that it's almost like everybody knows uh, you know you do the wrong i do the wrong everybody does the wrong but you can't talk of the wrong right. it's almost like that it's mm. it's taboo to say things mm. which everybody knows is the truth, truth but how can you tell it in the open mm. and it's almost like each one waiting for the other person to make that blunder so mm. it can pounce on him <laughs> it seems uh, swami actually narrated a story of ramkrishna parvamsa mm-hmm. in this context it's uh, very sweet because i believe he had promised one of his uh, devotees that he would visit his house okay. and it, several things um, you know it just got delayed and delayed and um, he was getting very worked up and moving back and forth in his place and he said i have to visit that uh, person's house i have to visit that person's it got pretty late then he called another devotee a disciple and he said you get one tonga from wherever possible mm-hmm. so they brought a tonga and um, this was quite a journey they actually went and by the time they reached the house it was uh, almost midnight and uh, the disciple was saying now what are you going to do i mean you were adamant so we came here but uh, look it's almost midnight mm. then ramkrishna parmesan with a sweet smile he got down and put his feet through the gate mm-hmm. of the door <laughs> or through the gate you know okay. he put his feet inside the gate mm-hmm. and touch the ground, ground there <laughs> and he just said see i have come today you <laughs> touch it touch the ground he said now we can go back so when it <laughs> says thought word and deed typically i remember uh, in my first year undergraduate uh, we just joined and that was a time when everybody is inviting swami to come to the institute okay because that tradition was there that sometimes swami would uh, come the first few days of the college and uh, give a discourse mm-hmm. almost like start of the academic year i think many times after that year also swami did that right so the teachers and students were inviting uh, i mean requesting swami to come mm-hmm. so swami finally said okay thursday i'll come to the institute okay, okay. <laughs> and i clearly remember it was the 16th of june okay thursday which swami referred to as the 16th of june on 15th of june swami leaves vrindavan <laughs> in goes away to puttaparthi mm. and promptly on the 16th goes to the institute here <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, you know it was i mean it was so thrilled first of all of course there was disappointment mm. but you know 
the unity of thought word indeed you don't know how <laughs> you don't know how it will turn out you don't out. know what swami is thinking of you don't know how to interpret swami's words very true but this concept of unity of thought word indeed you know in how many ways swami would uh, express it and at every opportunity which swami would have to uh, to talk about this message swami will talk about it very true I remember when you were talking to one of the old students you were saying and this question came why do we have to write letters mm-hmm. to swami you know when you think of a prayer it reaches swami why do you have to write mm-hmm. So Swami would say that no no it is unity of thought word and deed. Oh. Swami so said you have thought of a prayer mm-hmm. and you are having an opportunity to as you write it you are actually speaking it to yourself. Okay. You are expressing it. Mm. So it is unity of thought word and deed. It's an opportunity you have a good thought mm. and you're having an opportunity to write it and give it to Swami. Mm. So this is unity of thought word and deed. Mm. And another beautiful explanation which Swami gives is when Dhruva you know tells mm. vishnu when uh, vishnu appears in front of him mm-hmm. and dhruva says lord you know everything mm-hmm. you know i just want to be dear to you so he says no no you prayed for something else tell me what it is uh-huh. so then dhruva says you know everything you know every mm-hmm. uh, you know prayer in my heart mm-hmm. so swami tells in a discourse that it seems lord vishnu explains to dhruva no mm-hmm. see you have thought of a desire mm-hmm. now you tell me the desire mm-hmm. and i will bless you and you can live through that thing that is mm. when you will complete the thought word indeed, indeed. Mm. you know and then you will you will become a noble one if you do that so mm. you tell me what it is mm. so it's almost like every opportunity which some you would get very true some you would drive home this message mm. and then of course the next part is where he says unless there are difficulties and unless there are troubles you won't get uh, happiness and joy na sukhat labate sukham is right. uh, summary of that next part and then this concept is very beautiful he gives those beautiful examples of the air conditioner you mean that part which swami told in telugu mean in sanskrit actually mm. so beautiful no prashanti prashanti is in ashanti mm. prakanti mm. is in prashanti mm. param jyoti in prakanti right and paramatma so almost like param everything jyoti. is hidden uh, in fact i think this is also one of the uh, one of the verses in the isha vasi uh, upanishad says mm-hmm. talks about this okay that the jnana is actually hidden in the ignorance oh and because we all are ignorant mm. and uh, it doesn't mean that i'm ignorant i don't need the knowledge or i i'm not qualified for the knowledge mm. that everybody has that knowledge within that's what swami says you know here is swami speaking about tyaga mm-hmm. and swami is saying that you all are truly yogis all of you are yogis mm. it's uh, saying that however lost you are in the world deep inside you there is a yogi there is one who is ready to sacrifice right it's all about pulling that guy from out out from inside <laughs> and uh, in what context does swami speak about this half blind see he says without duality there is no um, value for advaita right, without right, okay. dvaita there is no value for advaita and he says that we are deluding ourselves that there is dvaita see there is advaita but half blind is because we think that i am here and he is there mm-hmm. and we have this duality so that is half blind so i think uh, that is dual mind is half blind mm-hmm. so i say man with a dual mind is half blind so the dual mind is to say i am here and he is there so mm-hmm. although it is uh, one and the same we perceive it as different i think that's mm-hmm. what it is i don't know if it is uh similar to what swami is saying i read a story once mm-hmm. a small one very nice <clears throat> apparently there is this ace archer in a kingdom okay suppose we a very very good archer and kind of other kings invite him to come and display his talent mm-hmm. so apparently he gets called by one of the kings and uh, all kinds of targets are set in front of him and very easily he shoots everything down mm-hmm. then finally the king gives him an opportunity you know and they put an apple in on top of the minister's head mm-hmm. and say so you have to shoot it down and this archer says yeah it's all right i mean mm. i have no problem mm. so then the king says that if you don't shoot it mm. then i will you know uh, execute you mm. off with your heads mm. okay and immediately the archer says no i can't mm. and the king says well, i mean you have shot uh, you know more difficult targets mm. Mm. why are you saying no mm. so then the archer says very beautiful point he says See as long as I have only one target in front of me mm. my aim never falters. Wow. <laughs> He says today you're giving me two targets. Mm. One is to shoot that thing mm. the other is to save my head. Mm. So he says the moment I have two targets mm. my aim falters. 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> going by what Swami was telling about karma and you know that I think that's precisely what we're doing. We're all sincere about doing the action at hand. Mm. But all the time with that one eye on the result. Ah, that's true. You know that like they just cannot be perfection in the execution of the action. Mm. Amazing. In fact, uh, this whole thing of I and he when we are, when Swami is saying this is I and that is he and half blind you know this story of adi shankara comes to my mind where mm-hmm. he goes to kashi okay and then he says i have committed three sins mm-hmm. so he says um, i know you are omnipresent but still have come <laughs> here <laughs> and then he, when he actually starts describing the lord in stutis and uh, you know like a stotram he says i know you are not describable you are mm-hmm. indescribable you are beyond description but still i try to describe you mm-hmm. and then you know um, i believe the third sin that he says is that you know when they greet each other or when they go to the temple they tell their entire gotram and lineage they say this is the gotram mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. which i come this is the lineage from which i come and um, he says i know i am not this mm-hmm. i am not this body but um, i am still telling you my gotram and this background <laughs> so where is the unity of my thought word and deed <laughs> i am a sinner i have committed mm-hmm. these three sins at that level <laughs> and this explanation that swami gives about these three circles and i mean that statement was really epic you know where oh. swami says we all think that we are actually going from untruth to truth, truth. but we are actually going from the lesser truth to the higher truth yes and the explanation that swami gave about you know the body and the mind which are, are smaller circles within this right larger circle of the atma mm-hmm. i think in uh, the previous series swami speaks about uh, satya and mithya right at one particular point where swami says mm. you know the vedanta doesn't refer to as satya and asatya mm-hmm. but speaks about satya and mithya mithya is more like illusory it, it right. appears to be true but it's not true or ephemeral you know, truth it is truth as long as it exists right. but it is not truth for all times yes it's not permanent truth that's and true. i think that's what swami says when he was saying i think that's the beauty of swami is teaching always you don't have to deny one to accept the other that other statement which swami makes in the, in the earlier part of the discourse swami says that where there is jnana it will express itself in action mm, and right. you know wise action or mm. you know enlightened action is actually a, an example of mind filled with jnana jnana that's true and then of course the last uh, the example of this clock which uh, shows how action is as important as bhakti and that is what will lead to an atmic understanding right again as i said this is again uh, one of the main themes in the ishavasi upanishad because the entire discourse is about that where it says that the only way the mind can be purified mm-hmm. is through action which is oh okay which is free from desires wonderful and i think uh, practically put mm-hmm. swami is trying to tell that there are two things you know rights and responsibilities mm-hmm. the more you are able to carry out your actions as duties mm-hmm. it's not probably we won't do it without an eye on the result mm-hmm. but we will anyway do it right like you know there are two things like suppose our eye is completely on the results mm-hmm. we will look at the action mm-hmm. okay what is the p- probability of me getting success mm-hmm. if it's 50% lesser then mm-hmm. don't do the action at all mm at least graduate to the state where even if it is no result coming out of it mm. it has to be done let's do it mm. and go to that state where you do it and you don't think about the result at all mm. and that can come only when you look at all the actions as responsibilities and not as entitlements you know when you right. do anything for your child do anything for your you know siblings or anything you only do it as i'm supposed to do this this is my responsibility love without duty love without duty is divine you know, swami would say love without duty is divine in fact um, he, this is a very brief mention about this mm-hmm. in an indirect way in a letter which the letter which swami wrote to his brother okay. way back in 1947 47. there he says his brother is concerned about uh, you know you go away with uh, some of the devotees and what will happen to the devotees who are left behind here and who is going to look after mm-hmm. them this that he says that's your responsibility it's mm-hmm. not that i will not do it mm-hmm. okay but i need not do it <laughs> okay he says i need not do it doesn't mean i will not do it i will do it but i am not bound by it i do it with love uh, absolutely spontaneous i do i know what i'm doing 
I'm doing it with absolute spontaneity. But it doesn't mean that I'm bound by it and I have to do it because I have no duty whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how how much it is in the context. I'm reminded of what uh, Sanjay Sani sir once was giving a talk. Mm-hmm. He just made a statement as part of his talk. He said, prayer is man's greatest strength mm-hmm. and God's only weakness. Mm. The moment Sani sir said, God's weakness, Swami looked at him, mm. you know, stared at him. Mm. And Swami said, repeat it. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost saying that as you're saying that I am not bound by it mm. I have no reason to do it mm. but the only thing which can bind is this right. you know when a devotee loves and that mm. devotion is the only thing which which binds mm. I mean that's we've seen that in Swami's life you know mm. the only reason which which can inspire that love in Swami I mean mm. if I could use that <laughs> word is only that love which you have you know right. when, when drawn by that love as that example which you gave of that person who is defaulting in his payment right <laughs> probably for all that hmm. uh, disunity in his thought word and deed there still might be love in his heart for Swami and Swami exactly. was responding to that he responds only to love he was only responding to the love overlooking the faults in the action right so I think we'll go to the next clip this is right. the last clip in that discourse we can con- complete this discourse this week there's only one chief objective in this world Negi, Ningi, Velugu. Anaga Nela, Akasamu, Velugu. One is earth, the space and the light. E Murukuranu, Tati Jiviki, Adharam. All these three are the basis for every individual. Niru, Gali, Ivirendu, Aharam. The water and the air or the food. Adharamu, Without the basis and the food, there cannot be individuals. Wherever there is Atma, we find the water and the air. There may be Atma separately. But water and air cannot exist without Atma. Atma is not related to anyone. On the basis of Atma, they thrive on the principle of Atma. Kodukuleni Tandi Undavatsunukani Lokamulo, Tandileni Kodukundadikada. There cannot be the father without the son, but there can never be son without the father. There may be the water without the fish, but the fish cannot be there without water. There is air and water without Atma, but there cannot be water and air without Atma. They don't form the basis for Atma. In fact, Atma is the basis for all the five elements. The mystery of divinity lies in all these five elements. When we enjoy the mystery of the five elements, with the spirit of sacrifice, that Every minute we enjoy the benefits of five elements. When you don't breathe for a moment, it will be restless. There is air all over. It is present all over. But you cannot see with the eye and you cannot hold it with your hand. So divinity Though the divinity is present all over, you cannot see with the physical eye, you can hold it It's only can visualize out of experience. You cannot have it for your physical experience, therefore it is said aprameya beyond measure. 
Here is water in the tumbler. Here no chakra veshamu. Here you mix sugar. Five minutes alone, curry is poured in it. It got dissolved. Ah, chakra yekada untundari. Where is the sugar? Neatlo sarvatra untundari. It spread all over the water. Aduguna undi, paina undi, chittu undi. It is at the bottom and above and all around. Kani kanti kani pinchadu cheethi ke chikkadu. You don't see the eye and can hold the palm. Vokka chukka naalak paini ves kunte apurvunna diyeni satyam guttis. But when you keep a drop on the tongue, you can experience the taste. Anaga anubhuti ke idhi vunna dene chmiti apthom terisundi kani. प्रत्यक्ष प्रमाण ప్రేమలేనిపుడు when there is no harvest of love prema phalamu manaku kanipinchadu you cannot have the fruit of love prema rakita marupu mullalo prema ankuramulu pemponda prema veshamuto prema sudha varshamu varshimpaga prema natullu pravakimpaga murali ganamuse egade krishna ganamuse egade గోపికలు కోరారు ప్రేమ రహిత మరుభూములలో మా హృదయాలు ప్రేమ రహితమైనటువంటి భూములుగా ఉంటున్నాయి గోపిగా ప్రేర్ దాస్ అవర్ హార్ట్స్ ఆర్ బ్యార్ అండ్ వితౌట్ లావ్ ప్రేమాంకురములు పెంపొంద ఆ ప్రేమాంకురములు పెంపు చేయాలని మా యొక్క అభిలాష అవర్ డిజైర్ ఇస్ టు సీ దీస్ ఆఫ్ లవ్ టు జర్మనీ కానీ అది మీరు కోరుతుండాలి బట్ ఈ డిజైర్స్ వాటర్ ప్రేమ సుధావర్షము వర్షింపగ ప్రేమ నదుల్లు ప్రవహింపగ మురళి గానముసేయగది ఫర్ ద రెయిన్ ఆఫ్ ఆఫ్ లవ్ టు సవ అండ్ ద రివర్స్ ఆఫ్ లవ్ టు ఫ్లో కృష్ణ సింగ్ కనుక మన ప్రేమ సుధావర్షం అనగా ఏమిటి ఆ ప్రేమ పలుకులే సుధావర్షము వాట్ ఈస్ ద రెయిన్ ఆఫ్ లవ్ ద వర్డ్స్ ఆఫ్ లవ్ అమౌంట్స్ ద ప్రేమ హృదయమే మన మరుభూములు ద హార్ట్ ఆఫ్ లవ్ ఈస్ మరుభూమి ప్రేమ యొక్క ప్రచారమే మన యొక్క జలము ద ప్రాపగేషన్ ఆఫ్ లవ్ ఇస్ అ వాటర్ ప్రేమ యొక్క ఫలమే మన యొక్క ఆనందము ద ఫ్రూట్ ఆఫ్ లవ్ ఇస్ బ్లెస్ ఈ ఆనందం అనేటువంటి ప్రవాహమే ప్రేమ సముద్రము ద ఫ్లో ఆఫ్ లవ్ ఈజ్ ఓషన్ కనుక ఈ అనుగ్రహ సముద్రము లోపల ఈ అల్పమైనటువంటి జీవి అంకితం కావాలనుకున్నప్పుడు ప్రేమ తత్వాన్ని మనం పొందాలి ఫర్ ది ఇండివిజువల్ టు డెడికేట్ వన్ షుడ్ హ్యావ్ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ ద స్పిరిట్ ఆఫ్ లవ్ దీనిని త్యాగంతో కూడినటువంటి భోగము ఉన్నారు This is called the bhoga coupled with tyaga. Deha sambandhamaina bhogam kaadu. It is not related to the physical body. Manu sambandhamaina bhogam kaadu. It is not the one of mind. Atma sambandhamaina bhogamu. It is sahaja siddhamaina kundi. It is atmic and a natural one. It is kalpitamu kaadu. It is not artificial. It is kutuvamu kaadu. It is not artificial. Kevalamu. It is atmanandamu tukudinet kundi. It is one full of atmic bliss. Kanaka vijjartulara. ప్రేమ చేతని ప్రపంచాన్ని వేదీప్యమానంగా వెలిగించండి సో స్టూడెంట్స్ ఇల్యూమ్ ఇన్ ద హోల్ వర్డ్ ఈనాడు ప్రేమ అనేటువంటిది శూన్యమైపోయినది టుడే దర్ ఇస్ నో లవ్ మనిషికి మధ్య మనిషికి మధ్య పచ్చి గడ్డి వేసిన బగ్గును మండిపోతుండాలి బిట్వీన్ మ్యాన్ టు మ్యాన్ దర్ ఇస్ హెట్రెట్ కనుక మనం ప్రేమను పెంచుకోవాలి దేర్ ఫోర్ వు షుడ్ డెవలప్ లవ్ point by saying that there is so much hatred between man and man right you put dry grass between them it will catch fire fire <laughs> <laughs> but you know how how seamlessly swami has you know slipped into devotion love. and love, love. And my god right i mean he starts uh, with the five elements swami is talking about water and air as ahara and um, in a sense the five elements are the first manifestations of god and uh, so he is saying that uh, the adhara the basis of these five elements is the atman their first manifestations is the five elements which then become the basis of all life right in fact uh, we had that bouncer discourse last time <laughs> right it talks of the atman which cannot be seen felt touched anything so the first step is 
it allows itself to be comprehended through these senses correct so the first one is that attribute of akasha akasha is not that gross uh, sky sky as such but it is that attribute of being felt the attribute of being heard smelt mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. and then we have that one eighth one eighth one, one eighth <laughs> and one fourth and the one sattvic eighth. manifestation right, rajasic manifestation right, exactly. and tamasic what is that panchikritam right panchikritam that's, that's yeah the, uh, that's the term process mm. which happens and then you get the gross and then swami says that it's through these elements that finally the body is sustained mm-hmm. and just this morning somebody sent a forward mm-hmm. where the third standard kid is asked a question okay for leading life man needs w dash a dash and f dash f dash which is supposed to be water air and food mm-hmm. so the child fills the blank saying whatsapp android and uh, facebook, <laughs> facebook. <laughs> <laughs> really i think that's where we are right now <laughs> in fact they sustain us we don't sustain them whatsapp android and facebook sustains us absolutely this is exactly what swami told one of the devotees when they asked swami you hardly eat anything swami you hardly eat are you sustained by the five elements uh, do you draw your sustenance directly you, from the, the five, elements? five elements and i think <laughs> they said swami says no the five elements draw their sustenance from me i mean what a statement right. you can it's ponder on it for a lifetime now you know it's technically correct <laughs> <laughs> because as swami is saying the atma is you know the basis and and then swami says na the atma is ever present even in the absence of these things these these draw their sustenance but it does not mean that the moment you remove these uh, elements the atma the is atma, not atma is not in that right. beautiful example that swami gives mm. there can be a father without the son right but the son cannot be without the father and fish and water right and uh, again uh, you know swami goes on to this he speaks about bhoga and tyaga again mm-hmm. here and says experiencing divinity through the five elements mm-hmm. with renunciation is true pleasure as we said this is the first verse of the upanishad itself mm. where it says understand that everything is suffused with god enveloped with god right and then use it with uh, detachment and and that reverence right. you know that is what that the first an example which some you often give you know mm-hmm. is about uh, a principle of a school right and you should listen to it and swami's voice <laughs> the way swami will explain it mm-hmm. you know some would say he's there the day comes when he has to retire right till that day you know he is responsible for every chair and table and uh, you know notebook and blackboard in the school mm. so he he like a hawk he'll be uh, you know guarding all of that mm. and swami would say the day comes when he retires he takes his towel dusts it like that <laughs> put it on his shoulder and walks off he said nothing bothers him anymore so he said right. that is the attitude of trusteeship mm. said as long as you've been put there as a trustee use all of these things and take care of all of these things mm. but you're not going to take anything home <laughs> i mean uh, how relevant this is uh, in regards to today's say condition in the world and how we feel that we can over these five elements how they have been exploited i mean water air and earth you know when when man thinks he can exploit them that's where we start ending up with problems right on one side we have heavy rain and on the other side we have drought but this is all man made <laughs> when swami was talking about this part where swami was telling that god is aprameya mm-hmm. and uh, those people who says that you know i will understand god only through pratyaksha pramana or through direct perception mm. how foolish, foolish it is foolish you know, <laughs> that is why they've named god aprameya when mm. this part swami is telling i was reminded of uh, you know what you were telling just mm. sometime back mm-hmm. i mean what we were discussing where you saying that you know swami responds only to love right and i think that's how swami brings the concept of love here correct the whole thing started with understanding that ultimate mm-hmm. because that's what the upanishad speaks about it says there's no point in being stuck in the level of uh karma i think one of the explanations which comes in that upanishad as a commentary by adi shankara i think he says that uh, you know if you do good karma you only go to the level of the uh, the, the pitru loka that's what okay. he says okay, you know, okay. with good karma you can probably reach heaven mm. that's all it is mm. and uh, with good thoughts probably you'll go a little higher mm. but unless you aspire for knowing and having that ultimate knowledge mm. you are not going to liberate yourself from this thing so here you know Swami is saying that there is no way you can know that ultimate because mm. God is Aprameya mm. and the only way is 
through love because he responds only to love you know where when the call comes from love he doesn't see whether you qualify to know him or not you know i i'm just curious maybe we should read the ishawasi upanishad and commentary and find out whether love figures anywhere there i don't think maybe you know where no really. so so basically this is one step beyond the upanishad this is definitely this is like you know <laughs> because you can't discount uh the devotion and love from anything exactly because you know till now it is said that there is no way you can through your effort reach it mm. but you do your effort and action in this manner right and this will put you in motion to reach there correct so swami is giving a totally different explanation that what if that action is love yes so you cannot love expecting results mm-hmm. from god saying that god i have given you so much devotion you reveal <laughs> yourself so much but you you know you express that devotion as an expression of your nature mm-hmm. and god will reveal himself to you it's it's almost like that it's mm. all this while you're talking about uh, you know uh, karma and tyaga karma and tyaga mm. and swami is saying now just replace that karma with love mm. and retain tyaga now can you have love with No I sacrifice. mean uh, another way of looking at it as I'm just seeing is um yes we do several actions but um if you offer all your actions to the lord with the feeling of love for him right then that itself is uh, the ultimate because every action that I'm doing swami I'm going to uh, cut vegetables or I'm going to have food or, or I'm going to sleep but I offer this to you and uh, with love then automatically that is the most perfect action as i would call it right in fact uh, i think uh, one of our seniors would say swami was talking about one devotee mm. she would come extremely decked up for darshan okay now it would look a little out of place mm-hmm. because we generally tend to be simple uh, when we go for darshan and mm-hmm. at least in the student side mm-hmm. uh, the idea of wearing whites mm-hmm. the idea of uh, not having to you know too many paraphernalia you you go and sit simple in front of swami right but here was this lady would always so many jewels and heavy mm. makeup and all that mm. and swami's face would light up when he would see this lady yeah and apparently in one of the tri sessions or interview swami explained mm-hmm. swami says do you know to come for morning darshan at 7 o'clock mm. she wakes up at 334 and starts getting dressed up oh and all through that process mm. she keeps saying i am going to see swami you know i am going to go and stand in front of swami i have mm. to look my best mm. so all the time what is what is actually a mundane activity of mm. uh, you know dressing yourself and beautifying yourself right the constant thought of i am going in front of swami you know i am going to be seen by god himself mm. you know swami was responding to that because when swami would see her swami <laughs> would face would light up <laughs> you know and as you said you know that's what it is do the action what you're supposed to do but that love element of offering it to swami and doing it for swami Mm. without expecting any result of course that is i think is, um, if if we at radio sai can't do it i don't know who can because we are so fortunate that you know even our work revolves around swami right right so it's uh, i would say quote unquote easy <laughs> but there's a long way to go i don't know when it's given easier to you the the bar is high <laughs> much higher <laughs> much higher really and then of course this um, uh, everything comes into this ocean of love mm-hmm. as swami sings this poem which the gopikas would often sing right. what is that uh, song it's not mohana murali mohana murali nood chunukumari mm-hmm. right in that song uh, this paragraph also right. figures this is i think swami's favorite paragraph in that line because so many discourses swami right. would refer to this paragraph of that song because swami swami has sung many times but this mm. paragraph and swami explains so beautifully you know mm. the field of love is your heart mm. and the flow of love is the actions that you do mm. and that uh, you know th- that water is that craving correct <laughs> right. beautiful this one and then this last portion is again very nice how he brings it back to tyaga and boga and he says this pleasure of the atman is natural to you it's not artificial <laughs> it's not acquired it is natural you um, kind of you have the right to it right uh, that is what it's not you, acquired it is uh, not artificial it's not artificial he says that is what you are entitled to and that's what you are that's what you have so basically what it feels like is we are um, covering it up with our ignorance and the moment the ignorance is removed 
that bliss is always there that atmananda as we may call it i don't know what is uh, some be referring to here he said the pleasure united with renunciation is not the pleasure, pleasure of, of the, the body, body or the mind. mind it is the pleasure of the atma, atma which is natural to us that is the true pleasure that we need right. to see it is it is not the pleasure which you get by satisfying the, the this one senses and right. the mind <laughs> because this brings us to the end of the discourse and the listeners with much gratitude to sami we conclude this week's episode and this discourse the listeners do tune in next week we'll hopefully start the next discourse of course we are trying out a new thing for the next discourse you'll have to wait to know what it is we'll conclude with the, the bhajan which swami sang at the end of this discourse this is the discourse which swami delivered on 24th of may 1991 thank you for being with us do join us again next week jai sai ram प्रेम मुदित मनसिक हो राम 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 श्री राम 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 मुदित मन सिख को राम 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 श्री राम 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 समुद्र सुखद नाव एक राम नाम राम की सुख निदान दिव्य राम नाम निराधार को आधार एक राम heard an episode of a radio series shravanam mananam nidhyasanam listen reflect and absorb this is a segment that is hosted live on thursdays at 7:30 pm by radio sai's sai prakash and prem only on asia stream of radio sai global harmony today's episode was first broadcast live on 12th may 2016 the discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course 
in Indian culture and spirituality 1991 dear listeners to listen to the next part of this program tune in same time next week please to write to us and let us know what you think about this program by writing to listener at radiosai.org thank you and sairam from prashanthinilayam